0: as a person coming into a senior role and being asked to be the note-taker, it puts you at a disadvantage. Your peers won't see you at the same level. You're the note-taker at these meetings. And so I think in hindsight, I'm disappointed with how I handled it because when these opportunities come up, you want to be in a position to be able to negotiate.
1: I believe there are two ways to look at your career. One is like it's a minefield filled with devices put there by others expectations, constraints, bias, pressure, glass ceilings, glass cliffs. Or the other is that it's a playing field and you can master the game with tools, mindset, support, communities, and a powerful stance that helps you own your story, take your place, and step into your power. While the former certainly is rooted in a lot of systemic realities, this podcast, it's about the latter. This podcast is about us. As women, doing our thing to make our career our very own playing field. Welcome to Speaking with Women. I'm your host, BPG Hailey. I'm a serial entrepreneur and the mom of one, a third culture kid, a career and personal branding advisor. And I am pretty obsessed with helping women step into their professional power. So I invite you to join me and let's step into our power together. In this episode, I speak with Jessica. Her and I met through our involvement with She If you don't know Shio, you should. It's now a global community of women who are changing the way female entrepreneurs get funded and supported. It's very much akin to the tontine system in Haiti, or what is called a group in Ethiopia. And I mention this because, as you will hear in our chat, the values that are the forefront of the Shio way, namely radical generosity come up as a core piece of how Jessica sees women being successful in the workplace. Listen to the story Jessica tells me about gender in the workplace for her. And as you listen to it, think about how it's making you feel. Think about what it's maybe sending you back to. Because when she finishes telling you the story, I want us to talk about whether men have access to this experience or not, and why it's important for us to actually give them access, help them understand.
0: When I was initially offered this amazing promotion from my boss, who was a man, but he was a mentor to me and I, I was very excited about this, this particular promotion. But it came with the caveat that once I would be in this role at a senior level, sitting with the decision makers of the organization as a peer that there was still going to be a need for me to take notes at the senior leadership committee meeting. And the reason that I initially was taking notes was because I was the communications person in the room and that helped to bring that message out of the room and there was an internal communications product coming out of, of taking the notes. But then as a person coming into a senior role and being asked to be the note taker, it puts you at a disadvantage. Your peers won't see you at the same level. You're the note taker at these meetings. And so I think in hindsight, I'm disappointed with how I handled it. Because when these opportunities come up, you want to be in a position to be able to negotiate and to be able to to say, you know, this is something that means a lot to me. I want to, to move to this level. I think I could contribute significantly. But being put in this position disadvantages me and makes it less likely that I'll be seen as a colleague and as a peer. As a woman, I think you always want to be liked. You want, you're afraid of negotiating. So I feel that I didn't push for what I needed to be successful in, in that role. And through friends at work, I heard that some people were you know, disparaging a little bit that I was chosen for that promotion because I was the note taker. And so it was something that was held against me. And so in hindsight, that would not be something that I'd want to do. And I'd encourage anybody who's being put in a position where they're being given an amazing opportunity, even if it is an amazing opportunity to negotiate for what you need to be successful.
1: That is a really interesting story to me because I find that there are two opportunities here. Number one, push for what you need. Negotiate for what you need. And I, and I love that Jessica words it as what you need to be successful. So definitely do that. But there is also an opportunity to take an additional step. There's a good chance that men don't understand what's going on, the underlying dynamics. Her boss might not have understood the implications of having her take notes and how it could impact her credibility. So as we negotiate, we also get to educate and explain why this is allowing us to be more successful and what the implications might be this way the next time a situation like this arises he has the tools to grasp what the implications are without having to have it spelled out there's a really interesting book by joanne lipman called that's what she said and here's an excerpt of her introductory chapter i had been invited to speak about some of the most common issues women face at work being overlooked in meetings being underestimated watching men get credit for our ideas as i spoke I watched those several hundred female heads nodding in recognition. I stopped right in the middle of a sentence. We already know this, I said. We need men in this room to hear the message instead. Okay, let's move on to what Jessica sees as keeping women from showing up confidently in their careers.
0: There's a couple. So one is I think being liked, that's really counterproductive. And so I think it's important to build really lasting relationships, important relationships that will move you and your agenda and and your organization forward. But trying to be liked by everyone and avoiding conflict because you're afraid of not being liked is not helpful. And so I think that's one of the behaviors that, that can hold women back. In terms of mentorship too, I think we gravitate towards people who are like us. And so you have in the workplace a situation where it's more challenging for women to be mentored by men. That that happens less frequently. You see a lot more men mentoring men. And because there's more men in, in senior positions, it makes it more difficult to have a different perspective. And so broadening that mentorship pool and making sure that women have those mentorship opportunities is really important. And then I think as women, we tend to be a little bit more nervous about Stretch assignments or opportunities where we might feel we don't need 100 percent of you know the job description or the, the characteristics that they're seeking. So still feeling comfortable, gravitating towards an opportunity, even if we only need, you know 70 percent of the requirements, and explaining what else we bring to the role if we were missing a certain, a certain component. So those are so some of the behaviors I think hold women back.
1: This question of being liked shows up in a lot of different ways in our lives, in our professional lives. We unwittingly sacrifice so much in the name of being liked. It shows up in our capacity to set boundaries. It shows up in our capacity to advocate for ourselves, to ask for a raise, to push back on something. Valerie Young, in her book, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, calls it the female drive to care and connect. And it's not actually a bad thing to want to be liked. When connection rather than force is what can keep you and your family safe, all of a sudden we can see how being liked can have an evolutionary purpose. But in the modern workplace, unchecked, that drive can create self-imposed barriers. And you know, I'm a big proponent of understanding the mechanisms that are at play so we can address them with compassion and choose the ones that serve us. So the next time you hear that little voice that says, if I do this, they won't like me, thank it for trying to keep you safe. And then take a long, hard look at how unsafe the situation actually is. Next up, I asked Jessica, what are three things that can help women show up more confidently in their professional lives?
0: This one is not so much about women, but I think for introverts, so... One of the things that I learned early on, which was really great, is about managing your energy. And so, if you have, for example, a really important presentation to give, and it's at a conference, so you're going to spend the entire day meeting with people, learning from them, networking, going to different sessions, all of that is great and can be really gratifying. But if in the middle of all that you're going to be giving a presentation, you should be looking at how you manage your energy so that you can give that presentation your all. So, one of the tips that that I was given that I thought was really valuable is to leave (laughs) discreetly for five to 10 minutes before the presentation, go into a quiet spot. It can even be the washroom if there's no other spots available where you won't meet anybody else. And just center yourself so that you have the energy to then go into the room and be there confidently and be able to have an impact with the audience. that I think would be an important tip for those of us who are more introverted. The other thing I think I would say is to try as much as you can to surround yourself with people who believe in you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't really have a choice about who we work with and, and what the team is like. But if you're surrounded by people who think you can do incredible things, that gives you even more confidence in yourself and can make a huge, huge difference, can give you the confidence to take on new goals, to really approach huge challenges and to take on the world. So I think having people around you in your network, either personally or professionally, can be huge in terms of enabling you to go further. Then the third piece that I would say is along the same lines, but building a a really good network and a broad network, both online and and off, and people you can, can reach out to. And to do that, you really need to be generous. So I think if you're willing to help others, you'll learn from them as well. And that will help you just be better and be able to show up more confidently. So be forthcoming with offers to help. Be forthcoming with trying to make a difference in other people's lives. And that will help you build the relationships that you need in order to, to show up confidently. And we feel great giving. And so it benefits us too. So I think that's really valuable. And one of the things that's interesting in networks like CEO, for example, where we have the ask, give, when you're able to, build that network and also have a very specific ask, it makes it more likely that people can help you. And when someone makes an ask of you and it's specific, it's much easier to to act on it. So that's important to trying to be as specific as you can in both being generous uh, and, and making offers to help and also receiving offers and putting yourself out there to help others.
1: I have so many things to say about this last section. I'm going to focus on two things. One, why managing your energy is so revolutionary. And two, what to do to surround yourself with people who believe in you. So here's why this idea of managing your energy is so important. It requires that you first understand your brain, understand yourself and what you need to be successful. In order to know to take the time to center yourself to be at your best, you actually have to be self-aware enough to understand that about yourself. And this is really the perfect opportunity for me to harp on about self-awareness, right? Imagine understanding the way that you function well enough and being comfortable, potentially not being liked, to say, I can't take this extra project. I'm someone who needs quiet time to prepare and I have no slack in my agenda, so I can't take this project. Imagine being able to say, I won't join you for the cocktail hour before the conference. I would love some one on one time with you, but big groups drain me, and I would rather not. There is something freeing about understanding your drive to be liked, honoring it, and then asking yourself if it's feeding your fears or if it's supporting your growth, and what other behavior you can put in place. Before we end this episode, one last note about surrounding yourself with people who believe in you. Jessica is absolutely right. This will allow you to feel like you can take on the world. But first, you actually have to believe people when they tell you or show you that they think you're awesome. And why do I say this? I do enough work on imposter syndrome to know how hard it is to believe people who tell us we're awesome. The number of times I have waited for the other shoe to drop when people told me I was good at something. Or I've told myself, if only they knew. So I think it was Maya Angelou who said this, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. I want to change that a little to when someone tells you you're great, believe them the first time. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Speaking with Women. There are a lot more episodes of the virtual coffee tour coming up, but there are other formats as well. I'm interviewing right now with women who are rocking their personal brand, and I also want to talk a lot more about imposter syndrome, so there'll be some solo episodes coming along the way. In the meantime, here are some things you can do as you wait for the next episode. One, you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss episodes. And you can also, please and thank you, give it a review. Apparently, that's a really awesome way to get it in front of women who might find it useful. And it's also really good for my ego. (laughs) The other thing you can do is join Reggie's and Beauvoir, which is my private Facebook group. We're having all these conversations live and it's an awesome community of women supporting each other. I'll link to it in the show notes. So until next time, thank you again for being part of these conversations.